stalls, and they can be stubborn. Some are mulish. Some will look at the stalls, and you can see them thinking, no thanks, I don't want to run down there. I'll get my back end smacked. I'd rather eat grass. You get others who are claustrophobic and don't want to go in the tight space you're trying to squeeze them into. They get that scared. They just want to get out of there. Most of them have better senses than humans. They can sense danger for a start. I wish I had that instinct. Young horses, if the trainer hasn't educated them properly around the gates, they don't know what they're supposed to do. And then you have to cajole them and treat them gently. Because if they had a bad experience first time out, they're not going to want to do it again. Horses always remember when bad things have happened to them. I've always been comfortable with horses, but I've never been comfortable with myself. Maybe that's another reason I loved racing. I was always on the move. There was no time for people. There was no time for relationships. I was protected from people. If you're busy, it helps. You're moving on all the time, race course to race course, country to country. You don't have to interact. I made everything secondary to racing. If anything was affecting my racing, I shut it down. I regret that now, obviously. I knew that the horses would sense it if I had a row with my wife and I was in a bad mood. So I shut down that side of my life so the horse wouldn't feel it. No time for my wife. No time for a life. Not outside racing. Say I'm in a 1pm race at Lingfield. You have to be there 15 minutes before. That's the deadline. You're stuck in traffic then. I liked driving. I had a driver, but I drove myself because I thought I was a great driver. I used to drive quickly. I was a bit of a lunatic in a car. If I wanted to look at the form... I'd let my driver drive. If I was late, I would always drive. If I wasn't driving, I'd be eating my nails. I'd be flat out, and if there was traffic, I'd be up the hard shoulder. Crazy things we used to do. In the trainer Jack Berry's book, he wrote that he had once spent 21 miles driving up the hard shoulder on the way to Carlisle because there was a jam and he had to get to the races. You do these crazy things... I'd be going flat out up the hard shoulder at a hundred miles an hour, flat out. I'd be running into the course with my bag to get on the scales. Crazy. But you don't think. Then you're back in the car. If you're in the 9.30pm race at Newbury, it's nearly dark. It's 10pm before you've had a shower and you're in the car and you're trying to have a drink. I'd have a bottle of vodka, a carton of orange juice and a bucket of ice in the car waiting for me. That was when I could have a drink on the way home. It's the only time you get to relax. If some of the lads were with you, you'd share. If they weren't, sometimes I'd get through that whole bottle of vodka by myself in the two hours back home. That started when I came down south, when I was working for Henry Cecil in the late 90s, and I was about to become champion jockey for the first time. It was just to unwind. However many winners I'd ridden, I'd be thinking, that one in the eight o'clock, if I'd done this or if I'd done that. Then you try and get hold of your trainers and make your phone calls. You could have 12 or 14 rides in a day sometimes, and you're having to get hold of all the trainers to tell them how their horses had run. They did this, they did that, thank you, whatever. You get bollockings and you get congratulations. I used to live about eight miles outside Newmarket in a nice big place with paddocks and ponies for the kids. But I never saw my kids. Racing is seven days a week. If I wasn't racing in England, I'd be riding in France or Ireland or somewhere. It was crazy, and I could never see it. 
but that was my life, and for a short time it turned me into one of the best jockeys in the world. I won the Derby three times, I won the 2,000 guineas, the 1,000 guineas, and the Oaks, and the Prix de l'Arc de Triomphe twice. I won 16 classics in a concentrated span. Between 1997 and 2003, when I won six jockeys' championships, I felt like I couldn't be beaten. I felt like I was going to be one of the best there ever had been and ever would be. I wasn't as popular with the wider public as Frankie de Tory, the great rival I always respected, but I was popular with the punters who knew I always gave my all. That was one of the great ironies of my career, really. Race-fixing allegations brought me down, but the punters knew I was the last person who would ever get involved in something like that. I was obsessed with winning, not with losing. I was obsessed with it to the exclusion of everything else. I was obsessed with it to the exclusion of my family.